0: Hey guys, it's been way too long since we've been in the hot seat Finally, so excited to get you guys a podcast Let's just start right in First, finally got some editors to get more podcasts out So hopefully we'll churn some more than six months uh, apart And shout out to Summit City Corals You can check out their website, summitcitycorals.com They're in Fort Wayne, Indiana That was a shout out from the podcast editor Thank you You know... A lot of life changes, kid. Uh, You'll hear more details in the episode, but uh, again, we'll try to push up more content where we can. This podcast is happily sponsored by Shrimp Envy. Uh, Shrimp Envy is a family-run small business out of Oregon. Oregon, Oregon. I'm not sure how you cut that. Uh, They're going to beat me up after this, but they make homemade, premium, organic shrimp food. All natural ingredients, no fish meals, no shrimp meals, no fillers, no junk, just good stuff. For your shrimp Guys, check it out ShrimpNV.com Special treat These aquarium guys At checkout Right? Aquarium No spaces Guys To receive 10% off Your whole order These orders support the podcast It's a fantastic place And you don't just find Product that they make They carry all different types Of botanical blends Supplements Equipment Shrimp foods Of course Because that's what they make But uh, a ton of variety Of beautiful Healthy homebred cardinia shrimp I mean check it out it's everything from sh- uh, shrimp to nuts oh I hate myself uh, but seriously check it out they got stuff that they import from Japan stuff that you won't see anywhere else if you're looking for amaranth leaf I've never seen it actually offered on a botanical website besides shrimp envy.com check it out guys shrimp envy it, it's only natural last shout out for you guys and really why i've been so busy jimmy's had a lot of uh life issues with uh his wife jen finally becoming an rn congratulations uh, Adam's still, uh, been Adam, but, uh, I have been helping my friend Derek Schumann open up a store in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota called D's Fish. If you guys uh, want to check it out, certainly you can come see the aquarium guys in person. we we live right around this place. We will meet you at the shop. You can find the website d'sfish.co. That's D E E Z F I S H dot C L. You want D's fish, not does fish. Come check us out. Let's kick that podcast we <laughs> Holy shit, it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Do you know how many people I've gotten, Jimmy, messaging me? Uh, I I think I get one maybe every other day. At the lowest, in the peak, I've gotten like 10 people messaging me. Hey, man, you greasy skid. Where's the podcast coming out? Did you die? Hey, man, when are you coming back? We really miss your podcast. Hey, all the people stopped doing podcasts. Hope it's not you too. We need that stuff. And the, the other guy's sitting there like a cokehead, going, man, I just, I, I just, for the first time a month ago, I've discovered your podcast. I went through them all just to find out you've been in this hiatus. This is not how I need this right now. So Jimmy, we're back.
1: Who are you and what the Quack. heck are you talking about? All, 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 Who are you? What fingers? is your What is your name? You look familiar. Fam- familiar. This
0: is episode ninety one. If they haven't listened to, we the would have been other episode one hundred
1: and seventy two. If you wouldn't have rah! been set in prison.
0: Hey, we all had a lot of lives, but I'm uh, I'm your hostess with the mostest, Rob Zolson.
1: I'm Jim Colby, and I'm not the one that's been in jail.
0: In the, I don't think any of us have been. In jail. Well, where have you been? Uh, I have uh, had a kid. No, you, your uh, wife had a child. Very right, beautiful right. girl, by the way. Nine months now. Thank
1: God she looks like your mom. Yes. Thank you, Jesus, for that.
0: Yes, that, that's a blessing. Uh, did that. Uh, opened up a fish store with a friend. Yeah. yeah that's that's the, actually the main distraction. I'm not going to lie to you. It was
1: something shiny. We've
0: been planning this now for three years, and he decided he was going to quit his job, and we we dove head first. Uh, he owns the entire thing, and I'm just a voluntold. Voluntold?
1: Yep. What's a voluntold? You volunteer and told what to do?
0: Yeah, volunteering is noble. Voluntold is a a step up. It's where you volunteer to a point where you're obligated, and now it's
1: voluntold. Almost marriage.
0: That's a good example. Good example. Yeah, it's something you do, but you don't get paid for.
1: Right, exactly. And you get no satisfaction? Or are you getting some satisfaction?
0: I, I mean... A little bit? Every time I see him, you know... Ring, so up,
1: ring up a big sale. It makes you happy.
0: Every time I see him uh, not order Endlers in, it just makes oh me Oh, my God.
1: Let's talk about Endlers and how much they suck, because Adam's not here. And there's nobody to defend the defenseless little Endlers, little pieces of shit. He's on
0: vacation. He was gonna. He, he tried he, desperately. He tried very home. hard.
1: We, we spent a long time trying to get Adam on the podcast. He's on vacation with his family. He's calling from some sort of uh, nudist colony somewhere. <laughs> and not sure why he took his children with him, but um, that's where he's at.
0: Well, where so that's where I've been. Where have you been, Jimmy? I'm pretty you sure you've been in a nudist colony. I mean, I could be, but no, no. Doing the fish store. You have been being the good husband and uh, helping I, your lovely wife finish her RN.
1: I did. I I've been in the house doing dishes and and all uh, everything I can to help her out. Uh, not that that stuff is her job but that's the stuff that she chooses to do. Smooth. I like that. That's the one activity. Well, here's the only thing I'm not allowed to do in the house is uh, uh, pee without the lid up. Is that right? Yeah. And then the other one is I'm not allowed to do laundry. You know, wreck a couple hundred dollars worth of clothing and you can't do laundry anymore. You're cut off. But, you know, she wrecked a car, but she's still driving, so what's the deal, you know?
0: Also, now that she's an RN, the slutty nurse outfits finally make sense. Oh, gosh. Yes.
1: Yes. Um, so yeah, she got, um, or she's been working for the last uh, several years. They put her in a position of being a uh, director, assistant director of nursing. And so she is, has her own office now. Um, she doesn't have to wear scrubs. She uh, is in management. So the other day I was sitting at my, at my house and the doorbell cam thing went off, which happens a lot because it's windy up here. And then the dogs barked. So I knew something was going on. And I looked outside, and there's a UPS man. Oh, what could he be bringing, Jim? Why is he bringing me a refrigerator? And I'm like, son of a gun. She bought a refrigerator for her office. I know she did. And so it wasn't like he dropped it off. He goes, there you go, Jim, have fun. And then my phone rings, and she goes, hey, I saw that a refrigerator came to the door. Can you put that in your car and bring it to me? I go, no, it's not going to fit. She goes, we'll use the trailer. So I hauled the trailer in. And uh, Is this the story of how you lost your testicles? No, no. Oh, it's, okay. This, this is story. how popular I am. This is how much I went above and beyond the call of duty, being a good husband. I hauled this, this this refrigerator in, which is a three-quarter size. I mean, it's a pretty good size. I figured
0: I'd get a call by now. You know, I'm a big bitch, and you just use me for lifting. Stuff, that's
1: what you know. I did today. Yeah. It worked it, out well. It, it makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, I went and I, 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 I bit my bottom lip because I was mad because it was nap time. It was nap time, dude. And I I drove 20 miles in the town, dropped off this stupid refrigerator, and then just just to be the greatest husband ever, I went and got all kinds of ice cream bars, like $40 worth of ice cream bars, and went back and paraded through her office and said, Here you go, sweetheart. I got you and all your little friends ice cream bars.
0: Now, what, did you bitch out and, like, do the cheap ice cream bars, or did you go to no, Queen no, do the No, I Dillard got bars? Snickers,
1: I got the M&Ms, I got... Oh, you got the good ones? Oh, I got all the good stuff. I got, like, six, seven varieties. Wow. And, anyway...
0: You got a lot of PMSing women that are now your
1: Well, they all put me up on their shoulders and cheered me on and chanted, <laughs> Jim, Jim, Jim. And, uh, yeah, they all loved me very much over there. So, before we get too far, uh, this is an aquarium podcast after Oh, all. I forgot.
0: Uh, you were mentioning something about some project... With some uh, baby netting.
1: I've I've been trying to increase my guppy production, and I am tired of making these nets. That Let's I use. Marvin
0: Gaye and get it on. Oh,
1: I thought that's what you used in the guppy production. Oh, you, oh it's a little Marvin Gaye? No, no, I don't oh. use Mar- I don't use Marvin Gaye. I use Viagra. I just put it right in the water.
0: I've been really trying, baby. <laughs>
1: I so much It's been to, so long. I want to punch you right in the fucking <laughs> throat with his scissors. It's with been the, so with long. his scissors.
0: All right, so you increase your guppy production. So,
1: yeah, there, there's a gentleman that I've got 3,000 3, more guppies coming next weekend.
0: Well, did you just ask him how he's increased his production? Because clearly he's winning. I snuck over there. And did saw, you? Yes, I did. Did you buy him a sandwich?
1: I, you know what? Uh, yes.
0: How about an ice cream bar?
1: <laughs> no, I did not give him an ice cream bar. It would have melted in my pocket. So, what's he doing? So, um,. He is doing all. Does he want a shout out? No, he doesn't. Okay. No, he doesn't. Mystery man. Yes, he's Mm -hmm. actually going out of business. We're gonna call him John. And great guy, raises two, three flavors of guppies and a bunch of other stuff. But um, he is moving. He bought a new home. He's moving, and they don't know if they're gonna put up a fish room yet or not. So he's keeping his equipment, beginning to involve his livestock. So I purchased all of his livestock. And uh, anyway, I was trying to find some netting. I I took a uh, PVC. And made a large cube because I have a, uh, several hundred and ten gallon ponds, and I made a basically a, probably about a, a fourteen inch by thirty six inch baby net to put all the adults in. So the seems baby's rectangular, remote. right? Right, rectangular. Yes, that's a good word. Good word. <laughs> and anyway, um, I ordered and ordered and ordered. And Ordered stuff and then our friend Dabney ordered stuff and we still never got the right net or didn't get anything at all So I went on not Amazon, but on eBay, which I don't go on there very often And I saw some of the coolest stuff on there if you folks are looking for cool stuff eBay has stuff um, They actually for like 30 bucks You can get a square net that is probably 12 foot wide by 30 foot long I feel like you just
0: discovered eBay for the first time in 25 years. You're a little late.
1: No, I've just never found that stuff on Amazon. Fair. And anyway, so I ordered this net going, I know it's going to be wrong because I've already gotten three different types of net that's wrong. You know, basically, one of the net just made it, uh, it was kind of like a gill net for guppies. I mean, all the guppies got their heads stuck in there and died. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yes, because it, you know. And so I've tried the plastic netting, I've tried this, I've tried that oops and um so i I bought this netting from from china it took china china it took probably over three weeks to get here and it it is a catch me out and for like 20 bucks i probably got about six feet by by 25 feet nice and so now i'm in the process of sewing um up the edges and stuff to, to snug it all in but uh that was my last little project that i was doing and stuff but now i'm trying to Find tanks to house three thousand guppies which i had not planned on buying until the other day that's a lot of guppies it's a lot of damn guppies yeah and, he go, and then he goes to me you want the babies too well yeah yeah they're all adults so might as well throw in the babies i mean why not what's he gonna it's do a, it's a
0: buy one get one free sale
1: oh it was more than that i said here's what i'll give you and he goes uh, i don't know what else i want to do so yeah i bought it for next to nothing kind of like your goldfish Tell your goldfish story. Okay, so goldfish story, right? We're,
0: we're catching up with local stories. So uh, we live in uh, central northern Minnesota, right? We're about an hour from Fargo.
1: North are you Dakota. asking me?
0: No, no, I'm telling the Oh, piece. okay, you're telling this everybody story else. Time. I thought you're, oh, story time, okay. Right, we're, we're about an hour away from Fargo, North Dakota, right? So I get, uh, I see there's this local fish group, and I see that someone has discovered ditch goldfish. Uh, Fargo is- What did they discover? Ditch goldfish.
1: Ditch goldfish, what is ditch. it? Ditch,
0: that are goldfish in a ditch- Really? That's how that works, yeah.
1: (laughs) It sounded dirty just the way you said it. Did it? Dirt goldfish. Ditch goldfish.
0: So they said, oh, there's some ditch goldfish. We're reaching out to the DNR to notify them. Uh, If someone wants to come and rescue these, there seems to be quite a few here. And that's where this whole post started. Then, apparently, droves people showed up because there's nothing better to do in the flatlands in North Dakota meth and ditch goldfish so (laughs) and getting eaten alive by
1: mosquitoes while you're doing it
0: right so it's a it's one of the one of the worst floods that we've had in a little while it's not like rolling down homes but it's definitely flooding a lot of uh, a lot of businesses a lot of overland flooding a lot of overland flooding yes so you go and if you're listening and you're in the Moorhead area they're they're still there There's there's still more there there's thousands of them All right. we, uh, people get there and they're like, oh, I think we got them all. And then the next post, oh, we got a couple hundred. Next post, we got a couple hundred. Next post, I brought home a truckload. And everybody, <laughs> truckload. everybody and their mom thinks they've found gold, Yeah, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, swimming gold in a, in, a, in a ditch. So it's a drainage, it's a cement drainage ditch by Moorhead State University. It's just, it's not far off, right? Uh, going down there, there's not a lot of water in this drainage ditch, so it, it flooded up through the drainage ditch. And there is, I'm, I'm no exaggeration, thousands of 10-inch goldfish.
1: Thousands. Yeah, they're big.
0: Uh, it, it's, pr- it's pretty impressive. So we went out there, of course, got a barrel together. Probably got, you know, three 400 ourselves to stock in the, the, the local fish store. Yeah, you dropped off a few for me. The DNR, it's Minnesota side, so we're not transporting, you know, invasive species across state lines. So, uh, because we brought them, you know, we're in Minnesota, staying in. Minnesota. Yeah, it's not like
1: you're. It's not like you're. You're sampling crack or feeder right. guppies or antlers. Uh
0: The DNR were notified. Um, they don't. They're too busy uh, breeding <laughs> walleye right now and dealing with other issues. And clearly, these have been there a long time. And they're not going anywhere. Uh, they're nearly not worried about them, so they just kind of left them there. So, if you want some goldfish, uh, help yourself. Just don't put them back into a natural waterway. They're uh, right by the Moorhead State University. And we brought them in. They're extremely healthy. Uh, we quarantined them for our weeks. And, yeah, they're they're good goldfish.
1: And didn't you say that they're eating
0: nightcrawlers or something? I assume they're eating nightcrawlers from the location that they were at. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're huge. And they're beautiful, and they're bright.
0: Yeah, they're, they're, they're great. They're just they're common goldfish that are now 10 inches. So, lot, lots of fun. Sell them for $5 a piece at the fish store. Also, uh, this fish store we're working on, oh, there'll be links in the... the, the uh, podcast notes, but it's Dee's Fish. Like Dee's Nuts? Well, we want to do a Minnesota play, not uh, not the meme. So uh, Derek Schumann is the uh, owner. We'll get him on a, and do a podcast with him and interview him. How this whole thing got set up. But uh, um, we want to do a play off of a Minnesota accent. So we want to tell people, you don't want Doe's Fish. You want D's Fish. <laughs> you know? So it's a lot of fun. Pretty, uh, pretty successful. But, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll put information in there. And if you're in the you know, central North Minnesota area or Fargo, uh, Fargo, North Dakota area, come check it out. It's pretty, pretty fucking sweet.
1: Yeah, it's getting uh, fuller and fuller and fuller as uh, days go by. So they we get something new every day.
0: We have uh, 30-inch koi. We got um, stingray. We got arowana. Just to, of course, make fun of me, they have to have an arowana. I was going
1: to say, is the arowana need any f- food?
0: I, I don't know, but they don't have a tiger catfish in yet to feed two or for the air. I'm gonna to order two. one just for that. Just just for the just for the cause. Uh got got any other news, Jimmy? An, any other mind?
1: news? No, my, my wife graduated. I get my summer back now. And, and now the summer of podcasting. Summer of podcasting. We've got uh, a few trips that we're gonna take. Uh I got to get to mow my yard and drink beer and that's what I like to do.
0: All right, so we are doing this live on Discord, so check out aquariumguyspodcast.com, bottom of the website, you'll find the link to Discord, join the debauchery, even if we're on a hiatus, we're, this is where people are going to find out and jump in, <laughs> you know? So, uh, or, just, or just the rumor mill, just check out. Just it. the rumor mill. Just rumor mill. Um, just seeing if anybody had something to say
1: here. Uh, I think that's a lot of people said you suck because you've been gone for six months. Right. I think that's what they said. That's what I put on there anyway.
0: Oh, here we go. It's pretty dope. I was there before the grand opening. Uh, it got even better. Uh, so, yeah, we have a, a, a local user in here. Yeah, every day.
1: There's Hi, a little Mike. More. That's Mikey?
0: That's Mikey. Um, Let's talk about sumps, Jimmy. Sumps? Well, yeah, we got, like, for instance, I like sand, you like gravel, and we argue about it. Yeah, sand- I,
1: I, saw, I saw you had three or four bags of sand outside your door out here. We, we do, yes. And so I took my razor blade and cut them. Before you I came son in. of a bitch! I did. I How dare of, you? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you noticed over at my house. Uh, R- Robs and his family was over uh, for my wife's graduation party. I found some aquarium gravel, and I don't know if you saw where I put it out there by the mailbox. Did you see that? No. You missed it. It's so right next to my, my mail- mailbox. Yeah, my mailbox. Oh, good. So up at my mailbox, I, I, I was going through some old 10-gallon tanks, and I found some tanks full of sand and some clown puke. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to put it right out here by the mailbox. That way, people know where I'm at. So everybody, Ty and Heidi noticed. Jeff and Jeff and uh, Nancy noticed. And you didn't notice. I uh, didn't I'll, notice. All my aquarium people noticed. But
0: to be fair, I was driving a 1952 Ford, and it's a lot of... <laughs> I have to use both arms to drive that vehicle. Yes, yes. So there's not a lot of paying attention to gravel. No. But anyway, sumps, Jimmy. Sumps. Uh, d- do you? What What is your experience with uh, with sumps? Uh, do, do you enjoy them?
1: I do enjoy sumps. If you stay uh, if you stay with the maintenance on them, which you you need to stay on top of, they're pretty flawless. Um, you got to be prepared for power outages. If and uh, I've had some sumps where I had a power outage and sump wasn't big enough and that kind of puked all over the floor. So like on my sump that I have in my acrylic unit, um, I haven't marked exactly how far I can fill it and how the minimum is that I keep it at. So I really like my acrylic unit and stuff. I am now in the process of making a baby nursery. Uh, I've been watching some YouTube videos I watched today. Uh, what, What the heck was it? We had the gentleman on our podcast a while back and he interviewed the master breeder with Aquarium Co-op, and they're showing how they built a, a baby nursery out of uh, small boxes and uh, put water, and so they'll have, like... I wouldn't say those are things. small boxes, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Well, they have, they're actually, like, little six-quart shoe boxes. Oh, those, I was thinking the big tubs. Yeah, no, they... And anyway, uh, I watched that today, I'm getting lots of ideas and stuff, because what I'm doing, um, I've got another f- 12 kinds of, of guppies coming in, some high-end guppies, from a gentleman I want to get on this podcast. And uh, I'm slowly going to keep them all separate. And so I'm going to keep the babies separate. So right now I'm putting all my babies in one big tub or three big tubs and just letting them go. But I just, I want to try to keep some of the strains pure. So I've got some um, some crazy stuff that I just bought for... Uh, They're not feeder guppies, is what you're saying? Right. I paid like 25 to $45 a pair. That's a hefty amount. Yes, it was, and I bought twelve pair. So you
0: know, we went. Uh, that's why
1: my wife did not get a convertible for her graduation.
0: Yeah, you got you got guppies instead.
1: Well, gift keeps on giving.
0: Uh, me and Derek, just for funsies, you know, because we're exploring all of Minnesota's uh, pet shops, and we went to Twin Cities Guppies. Yes, have you been to that place? I know them. Yes. It's in the. I can't remember which mall that is. It's a huge mall. Love the mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they're selling pairs for like seventy-five dollars. Yep. Or trios, excuse me.
1: Yes, they are at the show that uh, back in March, that Adam and I were at, and Twin City Guppies were there. We visited with them for a little bit and stuff. Nice people.
0: Yeah, they they do a hell of a job. You should go check them out. I think they do sell some online, but I think they just go through so much that they're always out of stock online. And you got to go in person.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I, I've been online looking for their stuff, and a lot of out of stocks. So,
0: yeah. Definitely something to check out. But anyways, sumps. So we got uh, beginners uh, to to overview what a sump is. So let's go with a quick overview of the gamut of filtration, right? You have your traditional hang-on-the-back filter where you have a pump that sucks it into a small shoebox that pumps water through cartridges. These are the ones that you normally find uh, given the old-fashioned kits you buy at Walmart, uh, local pet store. Um, there hasn't been a lot of change to these. In fact, they're I think the Aqua Clear from Fluval—I think I'm saying that name right—hasn't changed since the original design. I was say they're basically the same. Well. They've never really changed them at all. The only thing that they've added is
1: Marineland, I think has the patent for the Bio Wheel. Yes. So I like the Bio, bio Wheel if it works. If it works. Sometimes they don't work. Sometimes they s- quit spinning. That makes me mad. Shame on you, I, Jimmy. I, speaking of mad, let's talk about my 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 heater. We'll <laughs> we'll give we'll put that one on the parking
0: lot for later. Jimmy, <sighs> we're, we're we're in we're in helping people with oh, some okay. time. Okay, I right.
1: I'm having I'm right now I'm having a argument with a heater and the heater is smarter than us at this moment. All right, is so, that I mean that's pretty truthful, right? It is because you've worked on it with me. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. <sighs> Before the end Do of the podcast, take a no. Before the end of the podcast, I just want to see if anybody's got any. We will get there. information for us that could help us out because I feel like a real dumbass.
0: Calm down, I promise you. I just
1: my blood pressure.
0: All right, so we have the hang on the back filter. Oh, sure, that's cute. We have internal filters that Inch. they put inside the aquarium. that only mm-hmm. have a piece of sponge or another cartridge. Yes. Tetra makes internal cartridge filters. Yes. Then we have canister filters. Yes. Where you take the water from the aquarium, pump it into a canister, and that goes through layers of media, sponges, and then comes right back out to the other side of the tank. Purified. And the most simple sponge filters, where you just have an airline that blows bubbles, that slowly absorbs water through the sponge, and my favorite filter of
1: all. And where do you get the best sponge from, Rob?
0: the Vest yeah, from your 1964 Cadillac.
1: That's right. From the seat cushions, you just rip it off. 100%. Yes. Don't,
0: I, don't tell Swiss Tropicals that. No. But, you know, no. that's what everybody uses. Uh, but the stuff that we're talking about is a sump. And sumps are more do uh, DIY. You can't go to your normal lo- uh, local fish shop and just say, hey, I'm, I'm looking for a sump. And they buy, get one out of the box and hand it to you. It's more of the custom design yourself or you'll get one that's at least pre-cut so you can put your own elements in it so think of it as the diy filter for your needs so if you have let's pretend you have a 55 gallon tank
1: i do have a 55 you don't have to pretend
0: underneath you could have a 40 400 gallon, a 40 gallon 425 25 gallon tank
1: i would rather have a 400 gallon sump wouldn't that be <laughs> awesome think about how clean your freaking water would be I can just see you. You be the one guy
0: that would make a sump. I keep uh, all of my plecos in a sump, and
1: then nothing up in the tank.
0: Uh, excuse me. What is this? This is a jacuzzi. No, it's it's a sump. Uh, see, <laughs> the first step is you use uh, quilt batting, and then the next step is you have it. You know, biologically uses Jimmy's
1: balls, <laughs>
0: or, uh, bacteria. Yeah. Well, there's uh, plenty of bacteria in my
1: malls. I'll give you that. That so, is disgusting.
0: So back to the analogy. We have a 55 gallon tank. Underneath, we have a smaller tank, traditionally. Yeah. Uh, 40 to 25 gallon would be kind of the range you want to be in. And yeah. if you're a pretty... The idea is you pump water from the tank into uh, into the sump. Yes. And then pump it back in the aquarium.
1: So it's like the circle of life.
0: Circle of life.
1: I liked it better when we used to dub in music and get in trouble. That was more fun.
0: Yeah, I don't think we were ever going back on YouTube. Really? No, it's just... It's such a waste of time. We're we're doing this for fun, and people that listen to the car is way more fun than trying to see your ugly mug on YouTube.
1: We should go on Pornhub. Ooh, there's an idea. (laughs) Wouldn't wouldn't that mess people up? We got to tone down the tangents. Yeah,
0: but uh, what if we had just breeding fish on Pornhub? I know. Wouldn't that throw people off? Guys, Pornhub
1: channel. Just you know, and, and, and like the titles could be like like hottest fish ever
0: just we'll just have nothing but a channel of molly's doing it
1: yeah exactly i'm in chicka chicka boing boing i'd subscribe to that i would do that in a hot minute and you know what would be sad is we'd be number one in a week because people would <laughs> people like you or dementia will be going you gotta check this shit out i'm gonna send it to you. And you here's a link
0: and we'll just dust off your old 70s records to get some obscure music in the background oh yeah yeah uh anyways back to it so It's a tank underneath your tank That acts as a giant filter It gives you way more uh, Ecological flow You can use it as Essentially an equilibrium For your tank So instead of having the forgiveness of a 55 gallon tank You now have tacked on an additional 40 gallons So if something craps out in your tank You have that much more water
1: So are you saying that I could put at least 10,000 goldfish in that tank?
0: That's the idea, is you can overstock on purpose, still don't recommend it.
1: I think it would be really cool, and I'm just saying, just to mess with people. I love my fish, I'm not going to hurt my fish. But wouldn't it be fun, like over in your pet store, if you had a 10-gallon tank with a 300-gallon sub in the basement, and you had 500 feeder goldfish in a 10-gallon tank, and it's crystal clear... And you tell people, oh, yeah, you can do this at home. I think that'd be fun. It would be fun for me, no?
0: I feel like you're the guy that has an ornate sock collection. You're like one of those people.
1: You know, when I was single, socks were my friend. But that's another story.
0: <laughs> oh, all right, back to sumps. So uh, the elements that you put into a sump. So there's three layers of filtration. So you got your quilt batting. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the objects. We got to go know what they do. What are they? So you have mechanical. Mechanical. Chemical.
1: And biological. Uh, It's one of my favorite bands. Chemical? My chemical roommates. I'm
0: not okay. Stop it, Jimmy. Stop it. we got to get back on the bandwagon. I know you're rusty, but we can get through this podcast.
1: So mechanical. Mechanical. Chemical. Chemical. What was the other one? Biological. Biological. Right.
0: So the first step, like you said, is quilt batting. That would represent mechanical. Or,
1: Or a bunch of old socks.
0: Bunch of old socks, yes. A bunch of old socks. You need something to f- actually filter particles out of the water. De- uh, debris, detritus, extra food, anything to grab and actually polish the water. So Basically, you can use polish like it.
1: An, an old dog blanket something like that? I would use something that's probably intended for water. Okay. So back to, uh, do they still make, do you remember when you used to be able to buy that cottony fiber cotton stuff? That was called filter media. Can they, they still sell that stuff? They do, but it's quilt batting. Well, now it's,
0: it's all polyester. It's 100% polyester. It's, it's a certain grade. It's
1: more organized now. It is. It's all in a sheet where it's not in a big puff ball. Yeah, it used to be a puff ball. When I started it, it was a big puff ball.
0: So you could, again, fil- uh, quilt
1: batting. Quilt batting. Right? It has find. to be
0: 100% polyester. And
1: you can find that cheap on online or at your local
0: right. store. That way you can, instead of just cleaning it out, you can throw it away and grab a new piece. You can wash it. I mean, a couple times, but eventually it's gonna, you know, get gross. Kind of like your underwear. Especially like my underwear, three times, throw it away. That's just right. Just like just
1: like quilt batting. That's right. Okay. Out.
0: Uh, you can use uh, sponge material,
1: like from the car.
0: Yeah, you can cut out of your Cadillac, put it in there. Yeah. Uh, so otherwise, you can get these uh, batting sheets on Amazon. You can get cert- any size that you want, so you can put a wall like a uh, Matten filter, mm-hmm. right? And I like go, that. Then you just take the whole sheet out. You clean out the sheet, you put it back in your sump.
1: I uh, when I moved my tanks over at my house, I had my Matten filter set up for over a year, and I hardly took me. It took me longer to take it out and rinse it and put it back in than anything. It, it was like five minutes per tank, and I moved like twelve tanks, and it was really easy with a garden hose just to spray it out and it was crystal clear. Uh, I love that Matten filter, I, and I got that from our friends down in uh, where they at Duluth. Where they at? Who? Our friends. Amazonas. Our friends? Oh, Duluth. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yep. 100%. So
0: there's, there's a bunch of different uh, options for mechanical, but using the sponge or quilt uh, batting is by far our favorite. Um, you can also get uh, filter socks. Like, you made the sock joke, but that's a real thing.
1: I have filter socks with... And I put in carbon in it.
0: The filter socks, you can, again, purchase those directly on Amazon. You can get, uh, they have, essentially, it's a plastic ring with the, um, essentially, plastic-like polycloth underneath. Uh, so you just drop it in to a piece of acrylic or, or glass or plastic that fits the hole. Have the water pump in the sock, and then you just simply clean out the sock. Uh, you know, unroll it backwards, uh, rinse it under the faucet just like you would a sponge, and uh, keep moving on. They're cheap, so again, easy to replace.
1: Yeah, I love using them for charcoal, for carbon. And what I like about it is that it's so darn big that you can put a lot of goddamn carbon in there. And uh, it's easy to rinse out, and I just like it because it's cheap.
0: Nice. So that that takes care of the first layer. So when water pump's in, it's got to go through something. Uh, the next layer is the chemical. And these... C- the first layer has to be mechanical because you don't want the rest of your sump to be gross. Uh, the other layers you can do chemical or biological in different orders. That's up to you. So just uh, start chemical. So the options that you have to treat your water chemically would be carbon is one of them. Putting in a carbon bag. Uh, what I use, I have a roll over here, Jimmy. This is uh, gutter sock. Gutter sock. Gutter sleeve, yep. I think they call yep. it. Yeah, gutter sleeve. I get it a hundred feet at my local Maynards. And I, you, you not one end, you pour your carbon into it, not the other, and then I can cut it. Right. Then when I'm done with the carbon, I just throw the whole bag away and just cut myself another another bag.
1: Yep. And when, uh, he said Maynard's, but it's it's Menards, and that's our local hardware lumber store. Yes. That's uh, huge up here in the Midwest.
0: Uh, they even have it all the way down to West Virginia when I flew. Did they really? Yeah. It's getting it's getting huge. Getting getting huge. It's kind of like the Dairy Queen of. I love the Dairy Queen of hardware stores.
1: I love the decree. Hey, you know what's funny is that the other day, this has nothing to do with the fish. I don't care. So th- You and your goddamn tangents. Listen, so a lot of people don't know what the Tasty Freeze is. So when John, Mellenc- Cougar, John Cougar Mellencamp came out with, you know, Jack and Diane, the song, everybody's heard Jack and Diane, the song, sitting outside the Tasty Freeze, John Mellencamp said he had no idea that nobody other than Midwest people knew what the hell a Tasty Freeze was. He would go over to Taiwan and go, what's that Tasty Freeze? Well, they probably don't talk like that. I just did that. That was bad. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should have went. What's that Tasty Freeze? I, uh, I like how you go from one accent to the other. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> not better.
1: No, not, <laughs> not at all. Better. But what I'm just but yeah, so everything is is regional. So uh tasty freeze up here is like a dairy queen, which dairy queen is like uh I don't know, frosty. I don't know freaking. There's a lot back. of
0: ice cream on this episode. I feel like you need to have a bar.
1: I, I need an ice cream. Your your sugar's low, we need
0: to we need yes. to hurry through this. So that's one element of so, of chemical the, uh you filtration. You, you ever use zeolite? That's another one. Now, in fact they mix the zeolite in the carbons nowadays. That's what you see, the uh, yeah. white uh pebbles mixing with their black pebbles. Yes, that's
1: nice. that's kind of like uh, you know when people mix their cocaine and their heroin and it's called a speedball. You know, and <laughs> it's go. like it's a speedball for your aquarium.
0: So the carbon represents and um, zeolite represents ammonia absorption.
1: Oh. Whew. But I, I thought you were going to say something like black and white and and unity for all and I thought you were going to go on a tangent like that.
0: That's why you get the equal mix. There we go. Uh <laughs> Besides ammonia, it also removes harsh uh, chemicals. So, for instance, if your mom decided to go up to your tank and lice all your tank, uh,
1: <laughs> hopefully, the carbon will help absorb some of the toxins from the water. My mom wouldn't even pick up my damn socks. You know, of course, they're kind of crusty under the bed. So,
0: so. Uh, the, your mom learned to knock. Yes. Yes. A lot. <laughs> my mom's Adam, gone now. I wish. Adam, you were. if you're listening to this, we miss you. It's been a long time for Jimmy. I am just excited to be out of the house well, now that you're out of the house so that's one form of chemical filtration. another form is uh, UV filtration So people can get a UV filter to put in your sump generally they're like the internal filters we talked about before is the common way of getting UV filters. You can get a couple hang on the back but they're very expensive. The cheapest way that Jimmy and I have found particularly in sumps if you can get by with it is getting a UV submersible a submergible submersible, I've been drinking UV submersible submersible bar. Yes, uh, they range between anywhere from the lowest I've seen is twelve bucks all the way up to forty bucks, and you could drop that right in your tank. But the problem is it's not covered. There's still ultraviolet uh, radiation coming from the light, much like a tanning booth, and it will bleach uh, a lot of plastics, um, a lot of objects, including you know tanning your fish. Yes. So make sure that if you have UV filtration in there, that it's covered and the uh, excess light isn't bleeding through to your fish.
1: I got one of those. Robbie found them somewhere. I don't know where he found them. But anyway. The uh, the interwebs. The the interwebs. That thing that you figured out, the eBays. Oh, so Robbie was on the dark web, and he bought these things, and he gave me one, and I put it in my acrylic unit down in the sump, and my sump is acrylic, and it made my acrylic sump... Foggy, kind of like smoky, milky white. And <laughs> did it really? Yes. Just where that was right sitting. So what I ended up doing is I went and bought a, a, a bigger piece of PVC pipe and put it in there and then that took care of the problem. So if, if you buy one of these, put a kind of a sleeve on it, because in that sump there's a lot of movement, so I wasn't worried about you know the water going through there. But it did make my acrylic unit kind of foggy, like milky white. So uh, I don't like that.
0: Now, if you have a deeper checkbook than Jimmy and I, the best way... Everybody's got a
1: deeper checkbook than you and I.
0: This is true. Uh, That's why we're podcasting. I'm just kidding. Uh, Get a UV filter that's inline, meaning it's just the UV filter and it goes between your plumbing. So if you have a pipe, it just flows right through the UV filter, either after the uh, sump or before. I definitely would prefer the after. That way you're not going to clog it up with fish shit. And it's already mechanically filtered, like we spoke of before. Poopy caca. poopy caca. <laughs> now, uh, for other sumps, uh, saltwater sumps, there's a, a, a lot more different types of uh, media that you can put in. The uh, um, what? What is that? The, the smaller pellets. Uh, I want to say it's BBs. The BBs. Sand. Um, what's what's the fancy name for sand? Silica. There you go.
1: Silica. There uh, you go. I went to I went to high school in North Dakota. I knew you that. didn't drink either, clearly. Nope. No, not today. Shame on me.
0: Uh, anyways, moving on for freshwater. So that, uh, again, a couple options for chemical filtration then. The most important, and why the sumps are, in my opinion, the best types of filters, is the biological filtration. Uh, most of you that are listening have heard about the nitrification cycle. Uh, just a brief overview. Uh, fish poop and pee. Fish poop and pee are... Turns into ammonia in the tank, and ammonia's got to go somewhere. So you have bacteria, beneficial bacteria, in a tank that eats the ammonia, turns it from nitrate or nitrite to nitrate, and then eventually you will do a water change or plants take it. Uh, but you need that bacteria to break down ammonia. Otherwise, that's how you quote unquote crash a tank, kill fish, and have a bad time. So with a sump, the more surface area you have, the more beneficial bacteria, which means the more fish you can put in to shit and piss because uh, you have that beneficial bacteria. So in there, you anything with surface area, people buy bio balls. They're a common thing on the, the market. That sounds dirty. It does. Uh, they're plastic balls, and <laughs> they're generally hollow or <laughs> yeah. honeycomb in nature. That way they have the most surface area for bacteria to grow as possible. Uh, they're expensive, Getting just small they are they're small not small bags of them are lots of money.
1: They're not cheap. You you made some on the uh, the thing you got over there,
0: right? So to give you an idea, the the balls I made were about a quarter, right? That's how big around. Each ball takes me a half an hour to three D print.
1: So you you print these on your three D printer,
0: right? Each ball is thirty minutes to print. So if you need I don't know a bucket of balls for your sump, uh, good luck you'll luck. be printing for weeks leave on leave on monday come back thursday maybe it's done right so not recommended 3d print unless you have a lot of extra scrap filament uh and a lot of time to waste or you've got a
1: better 3d printer than rob yeah do yeah. a huge sheet like you have some industrial cnc machine and you want to leave it on for a week i think Ta-da. i think you should buy one of those that that uh, those new 3d printers that they're building houses with that'd be cool have you seen that They're building houses for HUD right now. Yeah, they've done in
0: our area. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty pretty sweet. Pretty cool. Uh, But anyways, more options for biological. So, again, what are the objects that we can use with the most surface area? Well, bio balls, some plastic material to make it. Uh, We recommend going to your local dollar store and buying packs of pot scrubbies. Scrubbies. That is the cheapest... Thing that is safe for tank to put in is plastic pot scrubbies. Make sure when you grab them, you're getting just the generic cheapo plastic pot scrubbies, not the ones with, you know, preloaded with Dawn dish detergent. You want just the generic. Sniff them if you want to test them. <laughs> if it smells like soap, don't put it in your tank. <laughs> kind of like Smell when you get dressed pot. in the morning, huh, Rob? Smell your pot scrubbies.
1: There you go. That's that's what we're saying. So yeah, the, you can you can stuff a lot of putt scrubbies in there, and they're I mean you can find them three for a buck some places, and they're pretty cheap. I've used to find them
0: ten for a dollar.
1: Here's another thing that people can use too, if you find those little uh, shower, what do you call those? Those little shower things, and they're all mesh net, and they're in a big loofy. Oh, uh, uh, loofas. Loofas. I like yeah, you said loofy, and you were so close. I was yeah. I want to lay next to you naked. What? Well, that'd be as close as I'm going to get to you. Anyway. What? I, there's, there's a new comedian I saw the other day, and I, I'll tell you about this off the air. But, okay. But anyway, the, the, loof, the, loofs, the Loofies. The Loofies. I feel like I've been doing roofies. The the, the Loofas? The Loofas. Uh, if you take those apart, our, our, our buddy Joe, Joe Shrimp Shack, he will take those, unravel them, and cut them up and use them for, like, transporting shrimp. you will put them right inside the shrimp bag so they got something to hold on to. Pretty genius idea. Yeah, and pretty inexpensive, so.
0: Yeah, so check out for pot scrubbies and loofahs. Uh, some of the more natural stuff, lava rock. Lava rock is very porous, very light, and if you get true lava rock, it should be more or less pH neutral.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I got some large loofah uh, lava rocks over my uh, landscaping that I bought down when we were in South Dakota. I wish I would have bought more. Because they, um, they are just so useful and so beautiful. And they also are, are very good at scratching up your legs when you walk by. So they're good for skin grafts, stuff like that.
0: There you go. Uh, another one would be, um, my, my, my brain just gave up, the moving beds. The moving beds. So, uh, Oh, like the sand moving beds. Not, not sand moving beds. Uh, what they do is they make smaller bio balls. And they're generally a lot lighter. They're made with a light, clear plastic or white plastic. Uh, You can get, just look up moving bed filter media if you want to search them on like an Amazon's or wherever you buy your your fish goods. You get a bag of them, and they're light enough in the water that if you put them into a square box with uh, bubblers, they can actually continually move and cycle. That means that uh, the bacteria will grow on them, but uh, not enough to keep uh, debris. And other detritus on them. So they do even better than any other filter media as far as biological filters. Moving beds
1: are the strongest. Back in the 90s, and I don't know who made it, but it was all the rage for a while. It was a clear, probably three inch in diameter tube that was 12 inches long. It had, uh, you pumped the water through it. And the sand just continuously rotated in there. And that was the biological. But what happened with, with those things is that they would clog up, and you could never get them unclogged again. And
0: oh, the diatom filters.
1: Well, that no, this that, is,
0: that's that, that's the mechanical.
1: No, that's the powder that you use. I had those too. Yeah, that's but way, no, th- way this finer. Is, yeah, no, this stuff was just actually looked like like the sand in your aquarium right there. I'd love to see it. And it just yeah, it was a long tube and stuff, and you you ran a power head through there, and that whole the sand kept on moving, and that's where all your bacterial. Was that, but then what would happen is that, it, that it, they had no way of cleaning it out, so it eventually it would clog up after six oh, months. Oh, it was a sealed unit? Yes. Very and It weird. was all the rage for a little bit, and then people would go, I can't get it clean because I can't take it apart. So there is this cool
0: de- uh, decoration thing, and you can giggle this on your inner tubes when you're not driving in the car. Uh, they call it a uh, sand waterfall in
1: the tank. That's cool.
0: So essentially, you put a, bu- a nice thick wad of sand in the bottom of your tank, and you have a Plumbing system, much like a sponge filter, where you have an air stone sucking up the sand, loose light sand, and then it blows out the top of the spigot, and it just cycles, and it looks like a waterfall inside of a tank, but instead of water, it's sand.
1: Yep, I've seen the I've seen the waterfall, and I've also seen a volcano.
0: Right, they 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 do these, and it, I don't think you can buy them; you have to custom make them.
1: There is so much stuff I've been watching on the internet on the DIY stuff. And watching, especially overseas in some of these third world nations, where they're they're taking whatever scraps they have, and they're doing these beautiful um, things for ponds. They're making, taking styrofoam and cement and pieces of glass, and making their own freaking uh, pond that stands on top of the cement outside their homes, and it's absolutely gorgeous. There's so many, you can get so sucked into it so hard of all these things that you can build for your house, and it's just unbelievable what people come up with. I love the internet when it comes to that stuff. Fun. Hey, we're talking about sumps. I just want to throw out one more thing, Um, and I know a lot of you already know this, but if your sump, for some reason like mine, is sitting on a cement floor, take a uh, one inch or two inch piece of styrofoam, cut it to the bottom of your sump, and put that underneath your sump, because if your sump is sitting on the basement cement, it just sucks all the cold out of the cement, and it's so hard to try to keep your tank heated. And it's just another tip just, just to, to get it up off there because w- when it's sitting on top of the styrofoam, it doesn't lose heat like it does when it's sitting on top of cement.
0: There you go. So generally with the, with the sump, again, you have the biological. Uh, we talked about just the cycle of the biological bacteria, more surface area. The more surface area, the more fish you can put in your tank, technically speaking. Uh, the other ones are... Naturals, So plants. If you can find somewhere in your sump to get away with growing plants, uh, that is probably one of the best ways of natural filtration. In large saltwater sumps that we see, we see mangrove. In freshwater sumps, uh, we see a lot of those ivies. Be careful if you have cats because they'll kill them. But uh, ivies, bamboos, any type of plants that you can put, even terrestrial plants where you can have them grow like a hydroponic deal, Uh, is extremely beneficial even some of the rougher stuff like guppy grass some of your mosses if you have a section that's safe to put them in without uh, clogging your uh, sump filter Uh, all of those are fantastic ways of making sure and then all your tannins if people have a piece of wood that doesn't look good but you know it bleeds a lot of tannins in in there you can find a corner uh, of your sump to put them in just make sure that that's not going to break down and cause more waste in your filter or get clogged up into a pump
1: you know, a, a trick I learned here not that long ago is if you've got that, if you like that tannin look and you've got a piece of wood that's kind of deteriorating, put them in one of those socks that we just talked about, and then you won't have that little tiny pieces of wood and stuff floating in there and stuff, but you'll still get the tannins released out of it, and that works really, really well.
0: For sure. Um, the other things that we haven't talked about, the actual mechanical parts of the the sump. So generally speaking, uh, people drill holes into their tank so they have an overflow, So if you're pumping water into a tank, the other side spills the water out. So if you don't want to drill into your tank to release the water down into your sump, uh, you can actually build a mechanical overflow that keeps a prime. Uh, You can buy these. They're generally very expensive if you can find the overflows. I've seen them for $200 for just a piece of plastic. There's not a motor in it. There's nothing real or proprietary. It's just a designed overflow to put in your tank that has a, a siphon. Uh, you can build this. There is a YouTube video that Joey the King of DIY has done years ago, and it's pretty well foolproof. I've used them on a lot. You just got to go with a certain gauge of PVC you want to make it out of. And for you know, around 20 bucks, you can build yourself a reliable overflow that's not complicated. And we'll have that link in the description of the podcast for you.
1: So, you've talked now about the three things:
0: the filtration, so right,
1: mechanical, mechanical, chemical, chemical, biological. What about the most important part? The emotional. The emotional. How it makes you feel better because you put more fish in that tank. That's true. That end, uh, somebody
0: will use it for timeout. So if you have a fish that's been naughty, guess what? He gets to live in the sump
1: overnight until he learns his lesson. I know. That's what I did with my grandkid the other day, and <laughs> I put it. No, I didn't. <laughs> No, he was... Poor Henry. No, he's cute. And he's not at my house very often, so he doesn't get in trouble.
0: Never. Nope. no nope. Candy and out the door.
1: Yep. As well you should.
0: Uh, pumps, uh, pump size. So as long as the water reaches up, uh, is, any pump size can reach from a bottom of a tank to the top. Um, people are concerned about over-budgeting uh, over their pump. Uh, If you're really concerned, get a uh, pump with a controller where you can turn the speeds up and down so you have the control of flow. Uh, You don't want to overflow the tank in case the um, overflow gets clogged. So slower is better. You're already having a bigger sump. Make sure that you're not overdoing it and giving yourself a bunch of leeway because the one time that overflow gets clogged, well, suddenly now you have a wet basement.
1: Right. And the other thing, too, when, when you're looking at the different pumps... Uh, depending on how far you have to, I mean, I know people that have sumps in their basement and they're pumping the water 10 feet up to the main floor. And uh, then you need a very strong pump. And and that always talks about, says head. And so head, um, the head will tell you how far it will shoot water up in the air. So, I mean, if you are trying to push water a large amount of space, you know, say 10 feet, then um, you're going to want a pretty strong pump, and you'll have to look at, th- at the head adjustment.
0: Right. Uh, anybody that wants to put a, a tank above upstairs a- and then the sump in the basement, either the tank's so big they have to, or they really hate you know money, and they love giving it to their insurance company for right. integrity. Uh, stay away from it at all possible. There's some s- situations, we're you have to, but that's just malarkey. Uh, we had a, a user from the podcast, Notorious, letting us know that uh, K1 is uh, the keyword to look for the filter media. That is the white plastic uh, moving bed filter media we talked about for earlier. And yeah, that is that is the correct term, 100%. You can find it small amounts or in absolute mass supply on Amazon.
1: It is for aquaponics, aquaculture, hydroponics, and growing pot. Interesting. I just threw that in there. I don't know. Maybe you can. Maybe you can't. Damn. Now I wanted to grow pot Uh,
0: Some tricks Uh, Do's and don'ts Uh, Do uh, Do make sure to put your heater in the the sump People argue uh, with me Uh, Just for fun You're wrong, I'm right, tough Uh, Put your heater in there But know that your heater Has to be below the pump Let's pretend that For some reason Your sump is running out of water If your heater is above the pump, uh, you could easily have your pump rise above the water line and burn out. Uh, We don't want that because that, I mean, have you ever had a titanium heater explode? Not cool.
1: I've got a titanium heater that doesn't work that I'm really upset about. All
0: right, now you get to talk about it. We can go back to the parking lot.
1: (sighs) Robbie. Do, do
0: I get to pull up the brand? Robbie. So uh, let's, let, me, let me start. I want some help. AquaTop is a fantastic brand. I love AquaTop products. They make one of the best hang on the back filters. Uh, they have a full line of very nice lighting. Uh, their glass heaters are fantastic. But for some reason, Jimmy was given, I don't given know, a for case, free a case of 500 watt titanium.
1: 500 watt titanium heaters. AquaTop heaters. The guy said, take them. If you can get them to work, god bless you their brand flipping new with a 55 dollars price tag on them he bought them he couldn't get them to work i called up my buddy robs who lives down the street robs comes yeah i can get that to work comes over gets it to work for 10 minutes and it's never worked again
0: i did get it m- work longer than you did I right wanna, I, I will give you the, that and i want the jury to understand
1: that so one. anyway i have four of these there's not a water spot on any of them. They're not used because they've never worked for the guy. So Robbie made... One
0: was open, the rest were all brand
1: new. Right. And so Robbie made it, made this complete sense to me. He says, you got to make sure it's completely submersed. And you know some some submersible ones where you'll have it stick out. Of the, um, and I went, oh, okay. So he's completely submersed it all the way down to the bottom of the tank. And it worked. You could sit there and watch the thing heat up my acrylic unit. It went up about four or five degrees in a half an hour while we're standing there. And you can see the... And you could see the heat, uh, you know, kind of, kind of smolders off the top of the heater. Yeah, you see, like, the... Heat waves. The, the little ripples. Yeah. Yeah. And, it was, and I was like, well, oh, Rob... Robbie's God. I can't believe he showed me this. You know, I've been doing it for some <laughs> years. And I go down the next day, and it's 64 degrees. And I went, Robbie sucks. Robbie sucks. And then Robbie came over and said, I, I'll show you how to do this. And then 45 minutes later, he he leaves one underneath his arm and says, I'm going to call the damn people.
0: I am. So if you're from Aquatop and you're listening to our podcast, uh, just assume that I'm still having problems. The model <laughs> the model is EX500. All right? We finally got that off our chest.
1: Yeah. And there's three sentences on the box on how to... How, how four. to start. Four. Uh, four. We're reading it right Read here. Read
0: it. One, properly place heater into the aquarium placement uh, via the diagram. Plug heater into wall outlet, creating a drip loop for safety. Uh, three, press the temperature control button uh, to enter set mode. It'll begin to flash. Press the button until you reach the desired temperature. Once reached, uh, wait three to four seconds until it stops flashing and the temperature is set. four, the unit is heating when the blue light on the LCD display where the actual temp is in the aquarium. So the blue light's on. And it's it 64 degrees. We put it in. Jim even made sure it had a poop loop. And
1: nothing. Yeah, we've got, we got uh, the blue light on. It says it's 84 degrees, and it's 64 degrees. So
0: love Aquatop products. They're probably one of my God, help me. Companies. Somebody
1: help me. But we need, Jimmy needs some help. I got four of them and it works so good. They're for, not cheap either.
0: Let it, let me let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. Oh, here, here. Review. Aquatop heater worked for about a week, stopped heating. Has not as yet to set to 78 degrees. Uh-huh. Heating 92 unplugged, tried a different outlet, no success. What's the we next have one? multiple Aqua uh, Aquatop products, never had any issues with them. Obviously a flaw in this one 500 watt design. God, so you're,
1: you're not alone, Jimmy. What's the next one to say? Same deal, yeah. Two units uh, of failures. Uh, heaters don't last more than a month. Terrible experience.
0: And it's all just the five hundred. All Every, the
1: five hundred watt. The other watts all have five stars. Mean you know, like 4.8, You know. And right now they don't even have the five hundred watt available. They probably discontinued it because Jimmy. Jimmy. if, a lot of it, podcast if I called them, it. if I called them, would they be nice to me and just say, "Hey, dude, here's a free heater." They won't, no, because you just told them you got them for free. You done fucked yourself, Jimmy. What? I got it for free? Yeah.
0: Maybe I mean, you paid good money for this. Maybe if I paid you $200 paid, a
1: piece for him. You paid good money for this from a reputable crap. dealer. I just upset.
0: All right. So, anyways, back to it. Make sure that... My
1: fish have got little muffins, earmuffs on because it's so cold in that tank.
0: Less from Cobalt will be kicking me, uh, but I'm all for putting your heater in the sump. Make sure it's below the pump. Never... Ever have it equal or higher than the pump, or you will have a bad time in burnt out heaters in your sump. End of story.
1: Well, God bless you if your heater worked in the first place because mine <laughs> doesn't work and I don't freaking care. I love you.
0: Uh, other things you can hide in there <laughs>
1: <laughs> your mom's birthday present. You could put your weed in there if you really wrap it up in plastic. Yeah, you got to like triple really wrap, wrap that it. thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? For sure. I wouldn't do cocaine though. Because I've watched enough of these stories on TV where people are mules and then they swallow the condom full of cocaine and they burst in their stomach. Do you want that in your tank? No. No, uh, you what, don't.
0: Another thing that I get uh, people have been trying out is putting those little breeder baskets. What? If you don't want the uh, breeder baskets unsightly in your tank, you could put them in the sump and float them in your sump if you have enough room in your sump.
1: Yeah, because there's nothing better than a baby fish lugs to do is swim 900 miles an hour in No, sump.
0: they're in the, the net, so they don't get that high of flow.
1: Says you.
0: I've done it. Have you not seen the, the breeder basket in my own sump?
1: I'm not, I'm not, I'm not familiar with your sump. <laughs> <laughs> not familiar. It just sounds dirty. S- I've not been out of the house for a year. I'm sorry, people. Uh, for shame. Uh,
0: n- now. Uh, what? Uh, don'ts, right? If you're going to use a sump, an over- overflow rig, make sure yes. that you're not putting you know, breeding fish in a tank with a sump because you get what we call sump mollies. If you have live bears specifically... (laughs) Wait,
1: wait. Back up the truck. Sump mollies? Sump mollies. Are they related to ditch goldfish?
0: (laughs) They're in the same family. Honestly.
1: They all all live in a trailer park.
0: So what happens is your live bear, we'll pretend it's a molly, (laughs) right, gives live birth. Uh, Normally... Ah. Normally, uh, fish would eat it, or it would hide in whatever decorations you have. But if you have a sump, they're retarded, and they flow to the overflow like a magnet. And you will find nothing but I don't know a million billion uh, mollies in your sump at all times. You'll just see them all right in that area where you have the first part of mechanical filtration, all waiting for you, uh, swimming
1: like a sw- just like, a, like holding
0: on to dear life with all that flow in the first chamber. Trying to be me- mechanically filtered out. And by the way, uh, thriving because they're eating all of the shit that gets caught in the filter. <laughs> that's because food is being jammed down their throat at 40 miles an hour on a daily basis. My friends would come over and be like, bro, you got some mollies? I'm looking for some mollies. I'm like, dude, I got sump mollies. And they look at me like, go, the hell is a sump molly? It's like... Bro, bro, bro. bro. It's like
1: a ditch bro. goldfish.
0: Come over here. And they look. I just, I just take the cap off my sump and they look down. I'm like, hot damn, that's a lot of... Oil. I'm going
1: to go look in your sump before I leave today.
0: Uh, in my sump right now, as right we now? speak, right? Yes. I have the matten filter, so I use the big piece of sponge to go over the entire uh, first section, first yeah. column of the sump. You will see Placo full size because my Placos had babies. They fell through the sump, and they've been living in the sump ever oh, since. you are a dick. <laughs> right? Uh, that's what you'll see. You'll see shrimp because shrimplets that down. When <laughs> when,
1: uh, so. You're gonna see a puppy a little and grown border, into shrimp. A little border collie puppy that fell in there. And you will see like
0: one third size mollies because <laughs> that's what fell behind. Including probably some of Adam's uh feeder guppies.
1: Well, we'll get everything out but the feeder guppies. We don't care about the antlers.
0: Oh, not to mention because I uh decide to take my overflows and push all my duckweed down the overflow chute, you'll see maybe nine pounds of duckweed in my sump
1: that I, need, I have to scoop out. I need some of that for my pond. All, all for you. Oh my god, I'm so... I'm just going to go dig around in your sump. You know, it's one of my favorite things to do is um, when I first started traveling to Florida, I would go to Secrets Farms and hang out there all day long and just irritate the piss out of those people. I still do. But it's just now a older and it's still irritate to piss on them but they their sumps would have Sandy. their sumps would have you would every time you'd go and look in there you'd be like oh yeah a 14 inch knife fish
0: well the, the problem you know, is with their sumps is they they have this huge recirculating system right I mean it goes through the entire place building yes. so they have you know sumps the size of your car
1: anything that jumps out yeah they just that's where it, it lives. It now. lives there until yeah. something I mean, and you yeah.
0: gotta ask Sandy more if they just do like once a year they do like a sump sale. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, hey everything is in the keyword like what are these are these are sump mollies? Yes, those are sump to go snipes. You, uh, <laughs> you got any ditch goldfish. You got any ditch goldfish? you know
1: <laughs> I'm gonna call Sandy. we should do I shoot
0: you not last time I was at Seagrass, right out front. They have this little, uh, it is it is a ditch. It's a ditch. It's a ditch, and it's filled with water. And I look over, shit, you know, there's angels, there's all kinds of shit in sword the ditch. Swordtails, yeah. In
1: the ditch. Pretty much anything. You, and you see a swordtail go by, and it's like not serious nine inches long
0: oh yeah it's and it just looks at you it's the most beautiful one you've ever seen it's the freak of nature you put your head
1: over there to look at it and it's gone down a quarter mile down the ditch already oh yeah you can never catch
0: it behind poisonous snake or venomous snakes right yeah you don't want to dive in there but
1: but yeah i mean it tempting and 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 look the first time i was there like i'm pointing something out to them that they don't know about i said to julie hey do you know you've got like a 12 inch knife fish there and she goes, Yeah, he wasn't. He was like four inches when he jumped in there. <laughs> I go, What's he eat? She goes, Whatever jumps in there. <laughs> Whatever they're feeling like. Can you imagine
0: like working there and be like, Oops. He probably ate $3,000 in guppies. Oops, know? I dropped a goldfish. Yeah. Hilarious. So, yes, uh, if anything gets caught in your sump, it is now Sump X. So, sump mollies are a thing. Sump mollies. Sump mollies. You give them to his gifts. Just throw up with a bag. Like, What is that? That's a bag of sump mollies. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> and they just look at you. Retarded.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, would you? Would you get Jim? I got some sump moss. Sump, sump moss. Sump moss.
0: Hundred percent, dude. Sump moss
1: grows better than normal moss. Really? That's a fact. So you think we should probably start growing illegal things in your sump? Wouldn't it be hilarious, if bro? Like- that sump pot. That's the thing, though. I I I know people that uh, hydroponic pots out of their sump. Yes. Uh, pots. Pot as in marijuana's. Right. I saw the the cool thing on the internet again on YouTube, where the guys. Like I said, with, where they made their own tank, and then they took seriously 10-inch bamboo, and they got 10 rows of 10-inch bamboo above the tank, and they drill it five inches, and they got a, a cup in there, and they're hydroponically growing um, lettuce and stuff. So it's there you go. lettuce above their their fish, and of course it's just being sustainable. You know, living in a third world country, and it's really and beautiful, and really cool. Nice. All right, so uh, we talked about do's. What are, what's some don'ts? I'm gonna let
0: Jimmy go first. What are some don'ts of sumps? Don't you have this wonderful acrylic overflow uh, system with a nice sump? Yes. Uh, what would you recommend to uh, not do?
1: Ever to, to not do ever? Yes. I I think we already talked about the um, the thing that smoked up my thing. You know. Yeah, the UV. Uh, yeah, the UV thing. UV filtration. Yeah. Make sure to have it covered. Um, also, if you're gonna put your heater down there, which Robbie wants to do, big time, and stuff, uh, take your heater and really zip tie it or attach it because if yeah. it will move. It, it will move. And if sometimes,
0: have, if it's in the appropriate area, suction cups won't work.
1: Yeah, suction cups don't work. If you have a, a glass, if you have a glass um, heater down there below, what will happen is it will sit there and bang enough times where it will actually break and then fry everything up. Yep. Yeah, uh, so I'd, if I would use a, a titanium heater or one of those. I, th- I call them rubber heaters. They're just a hard rubber plastic.
0: I'm all about the glass heaters, but they get you get uh, the bumpers. Right. You can buy bumpers for
1: them yeah. that are heat rated. And so I would do that. Also, on your sump, you always want to try to mark where you want your water levels. And here's why. Because you're not home all the time. And you go to Florida to get drunk for a week. I ain't saying any names, but it's me. And my son's home. And he's watching my fish tanks and my dogs. And he calls me and he's going, Yeah, there's some damn noise downstairs. He doesn't talk Southern. He's not from South. Uh, just keep rolling with it. Yeah. Your son, Billy Bob? Billy Bob Thornton. He goes, Hey, my, make a noise. And says, slurp, slurp, burger, gurgle, gurgle.
0: Slurp, slurp, burger, burger, And I go,
1: Oh, the sump is, is going dry. Put some water in there. How much? I said, Well, just fill it up. And so he filled it up, which was fine. Until he pushed the button to stop the flow to feed the fish, and then it overflowed on the floor, and then all of a sudden I'm the bad guy. Right. But I was in Florida; didn't care. For shame. So you want to you want to mark the minimum and the maximum of uh, water height on your sump. So your sump was yes.
0: designed by a professional. Yes. Right, and there is an appropriate water level. Mine was done by redneck. Asked myself. Yes. Uh, and I have multiple. I have. One sump running nine
1: aquariums. Right, and and you at least have a glass one. I do. And so j- you could easily take like masking tape and put on there. Bingo. But the people that buy the ones that are completely—they're um, they're acrylic. Well, there's Almost also the there's also some that are just solid black, and then you can't see the water level. Yeah, other. that's poopy. Don't buy those.
0: Get clear sumps. Clear, clear, clear. sumps. See, clear. There's another good don't. Don't, don't. Uh, but mine, right? Yes. I have multiple tubes coming down from nine aquariums going to one sump. So, when you have those stuffed in there, not only uh, you need to be aware of the level, but why. If you have for instance, eight of those nine tubes exposed and the water's free-falling into the sump, good. If you have it above covering the tube, it creates a backflow that doesn't allow as much water to flow through, and then causes that tank to overflow above it. So, how you learn Test that? the water line. I have my nine uh, tank racking system with the sump right above my floor drain. So I get to make all the mistakes I want and not pay the costs. Yeah. Now, I did I, I did that, and I had a very dry sump, and I had uh, I had a grindy pump. So <laughs> I still had to pay something. So you had a grindy pump. I had a grindy pump. <sighs> uh, so that's definitely a, a don't. Now, we have one from a, a listener. Uh, Notorious says pre sponge or pre filter sponge in an overflow box helps to prevent fish from ending up being a sump molly. Uh, also, a screen over the uh, wear teeth for shrimp. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with 50% of this. Uh, having the pre sponge filter in an overflow, awesome. You just gotta uh, make sure that it's another piece that can clog. Uh, so make sure to check your sponge filters regularly. Because the moment that sponge filters clogs, there's more water on your basement floor, right? Uh, the screen over the wear teeth for shrimp work, but using any type of mesh or screens over Clog the up. overhead uh, bulkhead filter clogs. Uh, even if it's algae growing or you got lazy or, again, you went on vacation in Florida and your son had to take care of it. Duck it to be diligent.
1: Duckweed, a dead fish, a dead shrimp.
0: Duckweed will do it, the whole thing. And make sure that uh, you're not just using loose bulkhead filters. The What we talk about a bulkhead filter is the hole in your aquarium where the water flows into. Generally, you have to have some sort of, you know, filth, uh, grate system on there. Make sure not to cover up uh, those and make sure they're in place because fish do get rambunctious and can knock that head out. And when they knock that head out, like you said, debris, duckweed, fish themselves can all clog it. I've had one that was not uh, put in correctly. And a uh, medium-sized Placo got stuck in the overflow tube and, of course, emptied the water out of my sump. Uh, But then he was crushed in that tube, so it killed him and he died in the overflow tube. So, yeah, be, be vigilant. There's pros and cons to this filter for sure.
1: Yeah, everything I watch on TV, and people always try to come up with a little bit better... And I just watched one today too, where they're talking about that he doesn't like screen because of just it's too fine.
0: yeah, so you can do a, a you know more open screen. there's variable screens you right. can put on.
1: and the thing is if if you're if you know like with a baby nursery, uh, which I'm building right now, uh, I'm gonna use foam after watching all these different videos, but um, he took a like on, on the plastic container that he has a nursery in. He made a six-inch slit that was one-inch high just to avoid something like that, just to avoid all the amount of uh, chances of it getting, what do I want to say, sludged up is a good word. So There you go. Sludged up.
0: So, notorious went in uh, more description. He has made a design or borrowed a design and 3D printed it for a, he calls it the leaf, stops leaves from co- uh, clogging in his uh, weird teeth. So that's kind of genius, just for when he goes on vacation, puts a kind of a buoy around where the water would go to catch leaves. So damn decent design, my friend.
1: Yeah, if you've got a lot of live plants, you're always going to have a loose leaf that's going to mess up your day. Yeah, there are so many great designs that people have, have come up with and stuff, and you could take it and make it your own. You basically go out there, find a piece of filtration or something
0: you want to add to your tank, and that sump is the creative repository for you to be your own aquatic engineer and uh, filibuster it into place. Just make sure that if you're going to try something that isn't uh, pre-done or has a design already built and you want to try something on your own to see work out the kinks, have a floor drain.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, Have a
0: cement basement instead of carpet. You know, do it in a garage where that water can flow out because let me tell you, I've uh, done some unique building of my own and it's been a lifesaver having that floor drain. Yeah,
1: hit or miss. You know, and the other thing, when you say don'ts, this may sound really cruel, don't let your non-aquatic person in your life help you decide what to keep and what to throw in your fish room because... The other day, I'm looking for little tiny pieces of... Uh, I bought the Matten filter from, from our friends from... Swiss, Swiss, Swiss Tropicals? Swiss Tropicals, yes. There we go. That's what I was looking for.
0: Also, best place for sponge filters ever. They have some, the most creative designs. Yes. Including Jimmy's Square Cadillac filters.
1: Yeah, I love them. So anyway, um, when I made Matten filters for my, for my uh, 20-gallon longs, and you have to kind of trim them to fit. And I had all kinds of little pieces. And I said to my wife, I said, where in the heck did these go? I know I had them and oh, I threw them. Why would you want to keep them? And now I'm making this baby nursery and I need little tiny pieces of filter and I don't have them. So don't let other people decide what you should keep you know, get yourself a couple of plastic totes and keep all that oddball stuff that you think you're not going to use. Yeah, the scraps from every
0: sponge, from every piece of plastic, from every loofah, from every pot scrubby. I've used can all that all stuff be over and over. A really unique way to have a uh, media bed to grow good bacteria.
1: You know, how many times have we, have, we, have you know, all said, like like right now, I was downstairs in, in, in Rob's house here. He's got a pair of rams. And uh, what I love using doing for rams is taking a little... Uh, Clay saucer for a little tiny flower pot and throwing it in the bottom of the tank because that's where they love to lay their eggs. And uh, pretty soon my wife goes, "Oh, I, I brought a bunch of those little pots downstairs and to pot some plants in them." Well, why don't you go buy your damn own? Because now those are clay ones, and and you know you can go buy a plastic ones for next to nothing on the internet. And the clay ones are kind of expensive. And uh, she took all those from me. I was like, "Okay, I don't come down uh, up to your." kitchen and grab the turkey baster more than one time
0: more than one time
1: <laughs> I now have my own turkey baster it's her uh, old one and she and, has a new one
0: and I bet she has her own potting materials yes yes yeah so so this is aquarium guys therapy and it's a good session it is we're gonna meet next week
1: keep people out of your damn fish room
0: <laughs> uh, go to aquarium guys podcast bottom of the website you'll find the discord there is a bunch of people uh, beginning to uh, post pictures of sumps uh, we'll probably have, I think it's going to be like hashtag sump channel. Uh, to just to talk about sump design. In fact, I'm making sure it's here. So uh, go check that out. Otherwise, find us on
1: Facebook. I think it should be hashtag sump There's molly. all kinds of Sump group. mollies. Sump mollies? Yeah.
0: No, no, that's that's the club, bro. Oh. That'd be part of the Sump Molly group. <laughs> we have a gang sign and everything. Oh Basically God. just a middle finger upside down. Yeah. There we go. You're number one. So that's a crash course, Uh, now actually building your sump, that's more building tanks, for siliconing in spacers and all that. Me, uh, I think the last DIY thing uh, you could do is, instead of, if you just have a bare tank, like say you have a 55 gallon and that wants to be your sump, instead of you going and taking the time of cutting pieces of glass or plexiglass, siliconing them in place so you have the barriers and levels of the sump, go and get that, what's that plastic grating jimmy that they use for lighting? It's oh, the square grate.
1: It's um, it's called a light diffuser. Light diffusers, That's and they right. c- they come in two foot by four foot, and you've been you've all been in, in an office where they've got the four foot fluorescent lights and they've got that that grate that white grate. You can go to your local hardware store. You can pick those up for seven to twelve dollars depending on the size, and if you are careful because they do get sharp, you can take your your wire cutter. And you can just kind of snip, 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 make it work perfectly for what you want. They're big enough so um, the water never gets clogged in those things because they're they're probably a good three eighths of an inch square. And then you can put your bio balls in there and your filters, and then maybe even a small playground uh, for your sump guppies, you know, so they can live over there where it's nice.
0: All right, real real question, uh, Jimmy. You, you know that guppies and and mollies cross, right? Kind of like a horse and donkey makes a mule, makes a donkey. Right. Uh, so what? Lots of zebra. That's a zebra. That's that's a zebra. Right? Yep. Uh, <laughs> so what is it? Is it gollies or muppies? Endlers. No, 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 no. When you cross a guppy and a molly, it's a muppy or golly? It's a muppet.
1: I don't know a never? muppy. I don't know. Never heard of such a thing.
0: You've never crossed a guppy and a molly? No. Jimmy, you need to get more mad experience. No. Like you I need said, to have more sump mollies and guppies. Like I said, I, I'm... They'll make a sump gu- uh, gully. You know I, what I'm saying?
1: I'm not against orgies, but I'm just mad at multitasking. I've told you that. <laughs> that is so weird. Why would you let your guppy and molly do it? That, they,
0: they, it? Remember, it's the rainbow month that we're all supposed to be celebrating here. Oh, that's right, here. yes. Yeah, we have to be accepting of our guppies and mollies. Crossing, being, I being guess, whoever they
1: want and how they identify. Right, perfect. So, what's a variatus? Is uh, a, vi- a variatus to me is a cross between a, a platy and no, a, no, that's its own swordtail. I know, right. but but it looks like a cross between a platy and, and a swordtail. Right, it a does variatus?
0: Yeah, that's people like Italian too much.
1: And and you what know was what? that Latin. And, and you know what? an what what Endler is, it's a cross between a turd and a rock.
0: Oh, and on that note. Uh, we'll catch you on the next one. We're going to do a couple more of these uh, in a batch here. Get you, get you more of the stuff you crave. Basically, get your assholes off my ass. All right, <laughs> you're so rude. They, I got, we got a lot of uh, demanding fans.
1: I had people that that said to me, "Why aren't you guys doing a podcast?" I said, "Call Robbie and give him shit," and they did. Yes. Well listened to. Well played. They did. How dare you. That's right. So anyway, hopefully our lives are back in order where we can start getting a few a few of these more out to you.
0: We'll be sure to post Jimmy's direct address and personal cell phone number so you can I, call him from now on. Yes.
1: And you can all camp out in my front yard. Did you ever get that P.O. box we asked for?
0: No. How are people supposed to send us arsenic? <laughs>
1: arsenic Uh, we're not even worth arsenic but uh you know that if we do set up a, you can send some baby powder in there
0: you know if we do they're just gonna send us like in like dried
1: out feeder guppies in the mail forever 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 oh god it's like a i found i found or some some mollies some mollies hey and if anybody out there has got any sump molly stories or some ditch goldfish or some i want to hear about it give us a call give us an email uh light up robbie's phone i don't care but it uh, would be, be fun to hear other people find. I mean, the, the one thing that I have found that is most fascinating to me, which I don't think I've even talked to you about. Oh, no. I found on the YouTube, um, this this group, and it's called ACE, A-C-E. They are It's a bunch of foreign gentlemen, and they're just in the river system, walking up and down the river system with these bamboo nets that they've made. And they are grabbing... Goldfish and angelfish and all kinds of crazy uh, fish, and they're just collecting them out in the wild. And I am just totally um, so turned on by watching it, and so relaxing. They got this beautiful music in the background, and you can hear them talking a a foreign language. And it's kind of like watching a Bob Ross video. You want to take a nap? Put that on, and you're watching them. They're I mean, they're collecting big angelfish and orandas and Cambodian um, bettas, all in Out the river witch, system.
0: Which body of water?
1: In a river system. Oh, in just
0: where they were invasive?
1: Yeah. Well, it must be, but I mean, it, it must
0: it be done at the Seagrass Ditch. It's That's what they're doing. Yeah, but it's in a different 100%. country. Hundred
1: percent. They're all talking different, co- a different. No, language. they just, they just, they just do
0: that for the film. It's a Seagrass Ditch they're doing. Is it? Could be hundred percent. Could be
1: over by the high school or <laughs> the college or whatever. Hell, you found your goldfish.
0: All right. Before we leave you all, we love you. Oh, we'll do more podcasts. We promise. Get off my back. Uh, <laughs> Aqua Top aquatop if any of you or if you're a friend of an aquatop executive send them our way we want to figure out these these damn heaters and if you do fix our issue you know what i'll throw up some advertising for free right i'll i'll be aquatop's bitch help us (laughs) and we out Thanks, guys, for listening to the podcast. Please go to your favorite place where podcasts are found, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever they can be found. Like, subscribe, and make sure you get push notifications directly to your phone so you don't miss great content like this.
1: And, and, and like, the titles could be, like, like hottest fish ever.
0: We'll just have nothing but a channel of Molly's doing
1: it. Yeah, exactly. I'm in. Chicka-chicka-boing-boing. I'd subscribe to that. I would do that. In a hot minute. And you know what would be sad is we'd be number one in a week. Because people would, people like you or dementia will be going. You gotta check this shit out. I'm gonna send it to you. And here's a link.
0: And we'll just dust off your old '70s records to get some obscure music in the background. Oh yeah, yeah.